June 10th. Acts chapter 7, verses 30 through 50. Forty years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. Moses saw it and wondered what it was. As he went to see, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and dared not look. And the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. You can be sure that I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries, so I have come to rescue them. Now go, for I will send you to Egypt. And so God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected by demanding, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, Moses was sent to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many miraculous signs and wonders, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and back and forth through the wilderness for forty years. Moses himself told the people of Israel, God will raise up a prophet like me from among your own people. Moses was with the assembly of God's people in the wilderness. He was the mediator between the people of Israel and the angel who gave him life-giving words on Mount Sinai to pass on to us. But our ancestors rejected Moses and wanted to return to Egypt. They told Aaron, Make us some gods who can lead us, for we don't know what has become of this Moses who brought us out of Egypt. So they made an idol shaped like a calf, and they sacrificed to it, and rejoiced in this thing they had made. Then God turned away from them and gave them up to serve the sun, moon, and stars as their gods. In the book of the prophets it is written, Was it to me you were bringing sacrifices during those forty years in the wilderness, Israel? No, your real interest was in your pagan gods, the shrine of Molech, the star god Riphan, and the images you made to worship them. So I will send you into captivity far away in Babylon. Our ancestors carried the tabernacle with them through the wilderness. It was constructed in exact accordance with the plan shown to Moses by God. Years later, when Joshua led the battles against the Gentile nations that God drove out of this land, the tabernacle was taken with them into their new territory and it was used there until the time of King David. David found favor with God and asked for the privilege of building a permanent temple for the God of Jacob, but it was Solomon who actually built it. However, the Most High doesn't live in temples made by human hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Could you ever build me a temple as good as that? asks the Lord. Could you build a dwelling place for me? Didn't I make everything in heaven and earth? If all you had to offer was friendship, like who would still be around? 
Real situations expose fake people, so sometimes it takes getting down on life to find who's really down. You see, people pretend well when their souls are for sale. And sometimes it's the ones you love the most that mostly want to see you fail, that's real. Just because they riding with you doesn't mean they riding for you, that's facts. You see, loyalty shouldn't depend on your presence, it's more about how they act behind your back. Who can you trust? I mean, some of us are fighting for people that wouldn't throw a punch for us, and yet, these are the ones we call friends. You know, the ones that care so much about your struggle, but yet so silent when you win. The ones that bring gossip to you about you, but your name, they never defend. Understand, everybody in your boat might not be rowing, but drilling holes. And as time goes and that jealousy grows, pay attention, because that's when true motives get exposed. Everybody in your circle might not be in your corner. Support doesn't always come from familiar faces. So don't be surprised if God places strangers in your life to take you to higher places. Don't be surprised if your growth makes your circle smaller. But you got two choices. Let it break you or let it make you. Make your dream even larger. Make your vision seep farther. There's more to your path than where you're currently at. And I think life will teach you this. Sometimes the best way to add to your life is not to add to it, but to subtract. Understand, it's not about the size of your circle. It's about the loyalty that's in it. You see, nothing can stop a squad that's dedicated to fighting for the same mission, focused on the same vision. Does your circle got that type of commitment? Are they happy for you when you win it? Or is it the more you do better, the more their love gets distant? The more their support goes missing? Listen, real friends don't hate on each other. What they do is they push each other to go get it. In your life, do you got those type of friendships? Because mindsets are very contagious. And I promise you this, Whoever you consistently surround your life around will surely persuade it. Wake up, everybody's prayers for you ain't to make it. So do they really got love for you or do they just fake it? Do they really got love for you or do they just love to use you? To some you're just an opportunity, yeah. That's how these fake friends will do you. They present what you want just to take what they need. And when they can no longer benefit from your life, well, that's when their loyalty leaves. So I'm gonna ask you this question again. If all you had to offer was friendship, who would you still be able to call your friend?